If you would, open your Bibles to the book of Leviticus, chapter 19. And today we'll be looking at verse 3. Now, today is Mother's Day, the day that we celebrate our mothers and and what they mean to us. When you think about our mothers, God blesses us with mothers. He blesses us with mothers. You know, as I remember back, my own mother, she was the one who, who pretty much would take care of me if I was sick. She would bandage my cuts and scrapes when, uh, when I would do stuff to actually hurt myself. And the bad thing is I still do stuff to hurt myself. And then she would scold me when I would do something wrong, which, again, was pretty much all the time. But, you know, our mothers do these things for us. God blesses us with mothers. Think about all of the things that your mother did for you. And then think about where you would be if it were not for your mother and the things that she did, the sacrifices that she made for us. In the Bible... If you turn to the Ten Commandments, it tells us, God commands us that we are to honor our fathers and our mothers. Now, in the book of Leviticus, we see something similar. And that's what we're going to be looking at today. Look at Leviticus chapter 19, verse 3. It's written, Ye shall fear... Every man his mother and his father, and shall keep my Sabbath, for I am the Lord your God. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you, Lord, for this day that you have given us. And Lord, I just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Just be with us today, Lord, as we worship together. Just give us an understanding of your word and just help us, Lord, to look to your word for guidance. And Lord, again, we lift up those that could not make it today, those that may be traveling, those that are sick and shut in, those that have lost loved ones. We just lift them up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. And again, Lord, we just thank you for our mothers and everything that they mean to us and have done for us. Lord, we just thank you for them. And Lord, we just ask a special blessing upon them today. And again, Lord, we just... Pray that you would be with us today as we worship. Just give me the words to say and hide me behind the cross and let the words that are spoken be your words. And Lord, I just pray that you would bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. And Lord, if there is anyone here today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, just pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. In this verse, God says, ye shall fear, fear 
your mother and your father. Now, what does fear mean here? It means to revere. Basically, we are to revere our mother and our father. We are to have this deep respect and admiration for them. So we are to respect them. We are to admire our mothers and our fathers. Now, what are some of the ways that you in the past have shown respect and admiration to your mother? Now, I'm not talking about just on Mother's Day. Because we are to admire, we are to respect, have this, you know, just this reverence for our parents every day. We're to revere them every day. We're to show respect and admiration year-round. We're to appreciate them. When was the last time you told your mother that you appreciated her? What are some of the ways that you have shown appreciation for them? Now, it's very important that we understand what God is saying here and why we are to do this. And pretty much it's important because of what our parents, what our family means. And that's what we see in pretty much verses 1 through 8 in this chapter. Look at what God is saying here in Leviticus 1 through 8. We're going to look over this real quick. The first thing he said, it says is, And the Lord spake unto Moses. Now this was when Moses was receiving the law from God. This is something that God told Moses when he was giving Moses the law. Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel and say unto them, Ye shall be holy, for I the Lord your God am holy. So the first thing we see is a declaration of holiness. The children of Israel are to be holy because I am holy. Then the next thing he says, Ye shall fear every man, his mother and his father, and shall keep my Sabbath, for I am the Lord. For I am the Lord your God. So the next thing he does is he says, You are to revere your father and your mother. And... You're to keep my Sabbath. You're to worship me because I'm God. I'm the Lord your God. Then he says, You shall not turn unto idols nor make you molten gods. I'm the Lord your God. And when you shall offer a peace offering unto the Lord, ye shall offer it freely. It shall be eaten the day ye offer it or on the morrow. And that which remaineth unto the third day shall be burnt in the fire for it If it be eaten the third day, it shall be unclean and shall not be accepted. Therefore, he that eateth it shall bear his iniquity because he hath defiled the hallowed thing of the Lord and that person shall be cut off from his people. So the next thing we see is how God is ordering worship in the temple. When you offer your peace offerings, you're to do these things. And if you violate that, you're to be cut off. So why is this important? 
Because God had placed Israel in a special relationship with him. They had a special relationship with him. And in verses 1 and 2, we see that God is calling for them, first and foremost, to be a holy nation. You are to be holy because I, the Lord your God, am holy. They had to be holy in order to serve a holy God. So Israel was to reflect the Lord's holiness. And this command was directed at the nation and at the people. The nation was to be holy. The people were to be holy. Thus the nation and the people were to mirror God's character. And that brings us to the next part. The next part. And this is what Kiel states is when God establishes the two pillars of moral government. The two pillars of moral government. The first pillar is respect, honor, admiration for your parents. You are to revere your parents. That's the first pillar of moral government. And then the second is you are to keep the Sabbath or worship God. And then God, in verses 4 through 8, shows exactly how important that worship is and how it's to be conducted. So here you have the two pillars of moral government. Honoring your father and your mother, revering them, and worshiping God. So notice what what God is doing. He is telling Israel how they are to live as a holy nation. That's what he's doing. Telling them how they are to live as a holy nation. They are not to turn to idols. They're to shun idols. They're not to make idols. And then they are to respect the offering that they are to give to God. They are to show respect for that and not keep anything until the third day. Because by the third day after they have given this offering, the offering would be bad. That's why God said he wouldn't accept it. They could only keep it for two days. So what we see in these commands is God establishing a specific conduct for the nation of Israel. And this conduct, if you think about it, it's toward him. This is conduct toward him because when you get into the rest of the chapter, starting with verse 9, you see how they are to conduct themselves towards other people. So he is showing them how they are to conduct themselves towards him. More importantly, they are showing, he is showing how they are to love him and show their love to him. But I want you to notice something here. God is showing and telling us that to conduct ourselves towards him means that we are to be holy We are to revere our parents, respecting them, and we are to worship him. 
And if you think about those three things, those are three things that this nation is failing to do right now. Because what we see in this nation is, one, a failure of holiness, which led us to a disrespecting of our parents, which leads us to not worshiping God. And as a result, the moral pillars of our government and of our society is crumbling before our eyes, and this nation is failing. That is why God places such emphasis on these things. And we see that emphasis here in chapter 19. The first thing is a call to holiness. And then right after the call to holiness, he says, respect, revere, honor, admire your parents. And then, worship me. Worship me. But I want you to notice the importance God puts on the family. The reverence that we are to show to our parents, to our mothers and our fathers has a special place in these commands. There's a reason it's second. There is a reason it's second. It's because it's so important. First, respecting our parents shows that we have the ability to respect those in authority over us. That's the first thing. When we have this reverential fear of our parents, when we admire our parents and we show respect to them, it shows that we can respect those God puts over us. We respect his established order. God created government. And then God created the governmental unit inside the family. And who is the governmental unit inside the family? Your father and your mother. Respecting our fathers and our mothers shows that we respect God's established order. Again, family is one of God's pillars of moral government. We're to show respect to it. And then we are to learn respect for God's law. If we can respect our parents, we can respect his law and what he has given us. Because this is God's established order and we learn respect for God's law through the family. We learn it through our family. In the Ten Commandments, God calls on us, what? To honor our father and our mother. Here he tells us that we are to revere them. We're to show respect for them. But there's something else here. 
when we look at this. Respecting God's order. Showing respect to our family, our parents, and then worshiping God. It also shows that we respect God's established institutions. Not only the order of it, his institutions, and it shows our respect and love for him. When we show respect for our parents, when we do the things that he is calling us to do, it shows that we love him. Remember what Jesus said? If you love me, you will keep my commandments. When we do these things, we're showing that we love God. Honoring our parents, revering our parents, worshiping God, we show that we love Him because He commands us to do these things. And by following God's commands concerning holiness and respect towards our parents and keeping the Sabbath and shunning idols, we're showing we love Him. Again, we show we love Him. Because we are keeping his commandments. When we look at the family, the family is the bedrock. The family is the bedrock of society. Think about that. What makes society great? Strong families. And what makes strong families? When children respect their parents. Because out of respect comes love. Respect towards parents. And observance of the day of worship. The two pillars of moral government. Two pillars of moral government. And we, again, have seen the result of not following these commands of God. A crumbling society. Because these pillars are crumbling. People no longer worship God. People no longer keep the Sabbath. People no longer respect their parents. People are no longer holy. And we see the result of that failure all around us. Yet, God gave us these commandments for a reason. Holiness, reverence for our parents and worshiping God builds a strong society. But it all starts with the family. Now what do I mean? Each one of these things needs the other. Think about that. Look at what God is saying here. You shall be holy, for I the Lord your God am holy. If you're not holy, you're not going to revere your parents. And if you're not holy, you're not going to worship God. If you're holy, you're going to do these, these, these three things. Likewise, if you do not re revere your parents, you're not holy and you're not going to worship God because you're violating His command. And then if you're not worshiping God, you're not holy. And as a result, 
You're not going to show reverence or respect to your parents. Each one of these things is equally important. Each needs the other. And these commands were foundational for the children of Israel. Foundational for the children of Israel. Likewise, they should be foundational for every society. We are to be holy. We are to honor our fathers and our mothers. And we are to worship God. And today, today, we're doing these things. Keep yourself holy. Honor your mother today and worship God. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for this day. And again, Lord, I just pray special blessing for all the mothers today, Lord. Just be with them during this day. And Lord, again, I just thank you for this day, and I just pray, Lord, that as we go into this time of invitation, if there's anyone here that needs to make any decision, that you would speak to them. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.